Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triple Lunch Podcast. It is fantastic uh, to be here again on episode seventy something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I've actually checked. Seventy two. It'll it'll be on the yeah. It'll be on something the thing. Like it'll you be. Check. You'll have a look at it. The, it'll be the it'll new be episode would have come out today. Yeah, exactly right. No, it's fantastic. We are. Uh, my name is Ethan, and this is Brayden, hey. uh, and we are joined by our lovely guest Tina. Hello. Hi. How well, are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Thanks. That's yeah. Fantastic. For a Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you've taken taken the. You've run across the road from work. Yeah. To come and hang out with us. Thank you very I much. Strolled across. <laughs> strolled you know, across. Picked up yes. some nappies on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the essentials. Yeah, not important. for me, for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really important clarification. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right. Um, well, how we like to start all these podcasts yeah. is with a question, and that question is, how do you like your hot chips? Okay, so I'm ashamed to admit, but I'm one of those people that likes loads and loads of chicken salt yes. on the chips. There is no shame here. No, yeah. that, that's, I know. just wish you said it while Joel was here. <laughs> oh, no, I listened to my husband's podcast uh, and yeah. he puts all spices and paprika mm. and all oh, that. Oh, yes, I'm but just, he's fancy. That's right. I told yeah. him that yesterday. But no, I'm, just, I'm pretty plain. Um, yeah. Just love the chicken salt, really. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. But see, that's not plain. That's that's no. more exciting than, than Joel's plain salt. Heathen plain oh, absolutely, salt. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't get chicken salt that easily. It's a delicacy. Yeah, exactly. So. exactly. It's a oh. delicacy. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same if it's at home. That's true. No. No, it's way better when you're out and mm. out and about. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> A question that Joel's been asking recently, so yes. steal and look smart. Yeah, no. Um, do you have any memory that's associated with hot chips? Yeah. Hot chips? Me? Yeah. Um, probably, so when I went to school, I, I grew up in Western Sydney, so I'm a massive Westie. Yeah. Um, and we used to have to do sport. We have to walk a long way to do sport. Oh, yeah. And I hate sport. <laughs> I'm terrible <laughs> at it. And so I never used to look forward to this, except mm. for the fact that we used to be able to stop at the the chip shop on yeah. the way back and get some hot chips and Excellent. we'd all basically sit there and share yeah. some hot chips and it'd be smothered in chicken salt awesome. and yeah so, so that's that's the highlight there yeah. that's fantastic what was your what was your local growing up what was the what was the chip shop called I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah. Um, see, my dad would always go out and get stuff. Yeah. He'd call it the milk bar. I don't know okay. where it yeah. was. Ah, it yeah. was some, you know, mythological milk bar <laughs> somewhere <laughs> on some corner in Blacktown. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so he would go and come back with chips. Yep. And Fantastic. That's, that's all I remember. That's the dream. <laughs> Brayden, do you want to ask, you know, our next Second question? question. <laughs> Why are you talking about that? You tell the Friday afternoon podcast because we're just a little bit. A little bit loopy. loopy. <laughs> a little bit loopy. <laughs> um, Tina, how did you become a Christian? Okay, so I can't actually remember. Ooh, it's flatlining. You set a timer instead of. I'm with a stopwatch. <laughs> Apparently, I. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I also set a timer. That's. Cool. Okay, all right. It's given me some time to think. Um, yeah, so basically um, I can't actually pin it to one particular time. I sort mm. of grew up in the church. My family's Christian, so, yeah. um, you know, I've been going to church since I was in utero basically mm. and um, I can remember a few times as a child sort of asking God to come into my heart but I was always never sure if he had or not. So I'd ask again in a yeah. couple of weeks and then again mm. in a couple of weeks. And I think I was eight or nine years old, something like that. Um, 
So it definitely wasn't sort of a road to Damascus moment or anything. <laughs> it was kind of a, you know, I'm here and yeah. I believe this and um, I want to be part of it. And yeah, so that was, you know, nothing profound, but yeah, just made that decision on my own, sitting in one of the really hard pews at our <laughs> Baptist church. Um, yeah. Which Baptist church was it? So it was Blacktown Baptist Church. So I went there for oh, nearly 20 years, yeah, oh, yeah. with my mum and dad. Um, yeah, every Sunday and we'd, my dad was involved in everything. He was music, he was kids' church, he was the secretary, <laughs> he was the treasurer. So we'd be there until probably 12 o'clock every day <laughs> after the morning service and then yeah. go back at night. So, oh. yeah. So you're growing up in a Christian family yep. um, in a Baptist church. That's really exciting. And you've got all these people around you that are Christians. Uh, how, what, was, what was school like? So school was, again, Christian school. So okay. again, K to 12 school. So mm -hmm. I went to yeah. the one school, uh, which was Tyndale Christian School in Duneside. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, again, it was kind of all I knew. And mm. um, yeah, like I don't have bad things to say about school. Like mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed my time at school. So... Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty good experience. Um, yeah, and it was good to feel supported by the teachers and staff and um, knew that they supported what I believed and, yeah, loved mm. God and that, that made a big difference. What was your favourite subject at school? I have to say it was either music or business studies. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So... Well, my teacher you, yeah. liked me in business studies. Okay, so yeah, I was, I was, I was like, like, I know yeah. why you would like music. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find a reason to yeah, like business studies. So, no, I, I quite like business studies, and then music. You know, I, that, I just enjoy music. So, yeah. I think you do well at what you in, you enjoy what you do well at, and yeah. you do well at what you enjoy. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. So, yeah. So you sing? Have you been singing forever? No, so I only started singing when I was like um, late teens. Okay. So I've been playing the clarinet since I was oh. eight. So that's my main instrument. Do you um, still dabble in the clarinet? Yeah, so oh. I picked it up the other day actually. Oh, um, yes. Although all my kids are like, can we have a turn? I'm like, <laughs> yuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm very protective of my instrument. Mm. But, um, it's not the family clarinet. No. Yeah, no, it's not something you share around, especially <laughs> post-COVID, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that like forever and yeah. I did my HC music and clarinet mm -hmm. and, wow. um, you know, unfortunately though, it's not the kind of instrument that a lot of people go, hey, you play clarinet, join the band. Yeah. And so yeah. um, that was part of the problem and getting involved yeah. in church music. Mm. Um, my dad said one day do you want to sing? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a crack. Mm. And so that's just where that came from. So, yeah, and then I've just been doing that in church, various churches ever since. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's very cool. What did your dad play? So he plays guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he plays the House of the Rising Sun quite well. Ah, <laughs> weekend rock star? Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> he used to play that ad nauseum so oh, yeah, um, awesome. <laughs> and then only later on in my life did I realize what those lyrics were actually about mm, so I was like oh positive. okay but um no. but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah no he was a guitar player so yeah. uh he would kind of accompany me and mm. that kind of thing mm. so yeah yeah that's really cool yeah it was pretty cool so that's fantastic so so what as your kind of kind of 
going through life as a as a young Christian woman who she's singing at church, she's playing the clarinet, not at church, <laughs> but everywhere else. In my bedroom. That's it. <laughs> Just <yeah. laughs> um, rocking out. That's great. Um, what kind of what kind of came next, like in in life as as. Well, yeah. so I um, decided to go to uni mm. after school mm-hmm. and I think that's when life changed in a sense that, so I grew up in a Christian family, went to church, went to youth group, went to Christian school. Mm. It was all very insular. It was very much a bubble. Mm. Um, and I think when I got to uni, I was like, whoa, there's this whole world out there that I yeah. never knew existed and all these political parties and mm, people yeah. that, you know, believe different things and I don't think I was ever really exposed to that so I was kind of like wow you know um and then a year into my uni degree not even a year actually I met my first husband so and then that's yeah life really changed after that so yeah can I do a quick zoom back as a Ethan is a youth missions person yes as a youth group leader as well favorite youth night we're always trying to like steal <laughs> ideas oh, yeah, true. that's a great that's we're a great trying question. to steal ideas for do you have a favorite youth group night or memory from that oh so we had a really tiny tiny youth group yeah. um and it was called pigs and i can't remember <laughs> why <laughs> it was p-y-g-s <laughs> It was something like something in youth, God. I don't know what it's, I can't remember what it stood for, but it was called the pigs. That's amazing. So um, it was quite small. But because it was small, we could yeah. go out and, you know, yeah. go bowling and oh, things yeah. like that. Awesome. And, you know, we just kind of muck around in our church hall. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the best nights were the nights where you just sort of hung out and just yeah. talked to your friends and yeah, that's awesome. mucked around. So... Pigs is such a great name. Yeah, I just can't so remember what good. it stands for. I wish I, I, wish I could Change remember. the name of our youth group right now. <laughs> We're pigs now. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm trying to find what the P stands for. Yeah, I can't think of what I was P. like, people or like, I can't remember. Like, is it even a sentence? Like it was people, P-Y-G-S, youth, so I yeah. can't. It's like, like youth group or something. Yeah. Like this YG. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. What P would be. Where where was it? It's Blacktown. Blacktown Baptist, but this we're talking like a long time ago. Yeah. Now. <laughs> if anyone wants to put in the comments below what they think. What what, what do you want to do? Seeing as I can't even remember, I'm sure you, someone will be right. Progressive youth group? No. No, definitely not. not. Pollard Pollard youth group, Presbyterian Pollard youth. Art. But that's my the thing is just like yeah, was a peace youth group pig, that's in. A, that's a Lutheran church. That's a real thing. <laughs> this is this is. A, uh, there's there's lots of youth groups that is called pigs. There you go. Gulong Presbyterian. I'm trying to. They Surely they're like PYGS. Yeah, like, yeah they don't say that's pigs, what ours right? was too. Uh, but I just can't remember what it. They all. I just remember having a shirt that we had our yeah. own shirts, uh, and they yes. had little pigs on them and oh, PYGS. Oh, that's great! Just so, leading into it. That's oh, awesome. That's, so that's cool. it. Yeah. That is Very that is fun. truly excellent. Thank you for rewinding that. Sorry. That uh, was really, yeah. no, that's, that's, that's important information. That's, that's beautiful. Do we want to wind forward? Yes. Sorry. Like, yes. Like let's, a wind, yeah, let's, yeah. let's wind, let's All wind good. forward. Uh, the, where do, where do we, where do we wind back uni. from? You just, you, yeah, you're at uni. It's yeah. all new and different. Yeah. All different and crazy. What, what part of that was challenging? Like, 
Um, I think for the first time I kind of questioned God's role in my life mm. and, you know, I think, I think the problem with growing up in a Christian family, going to a Christian school, is that it, it kind of just becomes something that we do and mm. you don't really question your faith. It's just yeah. we go to mm. church on Sunday. It's just what we do and yeah. we pray before we eat. It's just what we do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it becomes a bit routine and a bit yeah. rote. And so uh, I think when I got out into the world, it was a like, oh, okay, do I actually need God? Like yeah. there's so mm. many different people out there and different support groups and networks. Um, and I'm being exposed to different worldviews for the first time in my life. And because, yeah. um, you know, like I kind of grew up in that time where the internet was just kind of starting to come in. I still remember MS-DOS and playing <laughs> Snake and, awesome. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like I didn't really – I couldn't get on Google and kind of – discover things like yeah. you know our encyclopedias were still paper and things <laughs> like that so um for the first time i think there was different worldviews, and mm. i was able to question what i believed mm. um but i was also an adult and i was free to almost yeah. do what i wanted yeah. so it was a bit of a challenge um and i think i did kind of go my own way mm -hmm. for a few years yeah. and then decide you know later on down the track realized oh this is why i need god in my life so yeah well if you don't mind me asking what does go your own way for a few years look like um well um <laughs> i ended up getting married quite young so um my ex-husband is quite a bit older than me okay. so almost 14 years older than me which my kids love to tease me about now <laughs> um but he was very much in the world and knew a lot about the world and I was 18 and knew nothing. Mm. Um, and so for me it was, I think, putting my trust in people yeah. rather than putting my trust in God um, and, yeah, going down that path. So, mm. yeah, and no shade on my ex-husband. Mm. We get along really well and I think we're doing a decent job of co-parenting, so <laughs> definitely not throwing him under the bus, but... Yeah, it good. was, yeah, quite a big decision and, yeah, yeah so, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Which uni were you at? Macquarie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what were you doing at uni? I was doing marketing and demographics, but I didn't mm -hmm. actually finish. I did okay. two years. Okay. Yeah. And then my ex said, I really want to run a restaurant. And I was obviously, <laughs> yeah, I was, not, I was very um, wise and I said, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't need a degree for that. And yeah. so um, I left uni, yeah, <laughs> which okay. I've kicked myself for every single <laughs> year <laughs> since. Um, but I went off and studied hospitality okay. and oh, okay. did a bunch of courses. And yeah. Did you start a restaurant? Yeah, uh, we bought one okay. that was owned by his parents. So we uh, bought that. Right. Yeah. Okay. After working, I worked in restaurants for a few years. Mm -hmm. uh, we bought the restaurant off his parents, which he still runs today. Oh, well. And yeah. I still do the bookkeeping for today. <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I work for both of my husbands, basically. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, so we did that. And mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that went all right, mm. I suppose. What type of restaurant is yeah, what are you? What pizza. Are you oh, pizza. Yes, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, so pizzeria, restaurant. Awesome. I did mostly the back of house stuff though. Yeah, so okay. bookkeeping, payroll. Yeah, right. Not rolling pizzas. No, no. I had kids to look after. I had little yeah. ones and there was a nighttime business. Yeah, so I couldn't yeah, be okay. in there and yeah. I had to stay home with the kids yeah. and 
do all that sort of stuff. So I was just picturing starting a life of just like spinning pizzas. <laughs> You know, in the movies oh, where they yeah, like do no, all the spinning? No. That's most of it, isn't it? Isn't that most of the pizza life is just them. like spinning pizzas? No. Yeah. A lot of cleaning, actually. Yeah, no, a, fair. Lot of, a lot of cleaning. Yeah, because all the guys spinning pizzas keep dropping them. That's right. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, so what was, it, what was it about that time mm. that made you realise, oh, I need to... I need a, Thing about God again, like what? What was? What was um, that shift? Do you reckon? Oh, I think it was um, just needing some guidance, yep. and um, so my ex-husband's not a Christian. Mm-hmm. I thought he was when we got married, mm-hmm. um, but it turns out he wasn't, and so I had to make the decision to keep going to church Mm. even though I was going alone Um, Mm. and so it was and it was a lot easier sometimes to not have you know to not go because having to drag three little kids along Mm. on your own um, was difficult but Mm. I found that I did need the community of other Christians Mm. um, because I've always considered myself a bit of a solitary person which is funny because I am in a family of eight people at the moment (laughs) and I still like my own space (laughs) which makes things difficult but um my room my clarinet oh yeah that's right my space (laughs) my bathroom (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there's no more but my bathroom anymore um but yeah so it was it was um challenging and like I said I, I I'm a person that has I don't I've always considered myself to be very solitary. I don't need mm. anyone's help. I can survive on my own. Um, I won't accept charity off people. Mm. And I think going through that time where, you know, my husband was working six nights a week. A lot of the time wasn't home during the day. So a lot of the time it was just me and the kids. Mm. And church was really the only sort of place where I could be around other people. Um, and I think just again learning to accept grace from other people was a big thing um because i've i've traditionally been like no i'm okay like i'm doing all right it's you that needs help i'll help mm. you um and it's hard for me to accept help coming back the other way so mm. i think it sort of taught me that uh, taught me more about grace and what grace means yeah. um and it's something you know my husband Drew, current husband, hmm. forever husband, if he's listening, <laughs> <laughs> is also, um, you know, trying to help me with as well. It's yeah. that idea of, of what is grace and you need to, God gives you the gift, but you also need to accept it. Yeah. And I always had no issues giving the gift to other people, <laughs> but always, I could, I was always too proud to accept it. So yeah. I think mm. when I was on on my own pretty much in those years it was yeah a big thing to realize that i actually do need god i can't do this on my own and yeah so were there any particular like 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 moments or people that helped you go like or or that that extended grace to you that you were like oh my goodness this is amazing like that kind of that kind of thing yeah so i had um a four like she's still a friend a a Mm -hmm. friend at my old church who um you know, it was just someone that would talk, talk to me. Mm. And especially when that marriage broke down, she was very available to talk yeah. through everything that had happened, um, helping me to make sense of things. Obviously, mm. divorce is one of those issues mm. in 
in the church or in Christianity in general that, you know, I kind of went through it thinking I'm now scarred for life and mm. I am, you know, I've got the letter A on me or whatever it is. Yeah. So she helped me through that experience, mm. um, which was really helpful. So, mm. um, yeah, I think that she was quite a pivotal person in that and just being involved in my music teams that I was mm. in yeah. just helped keep me going there was yeah. some purpose and you know yeah. so was that the same church that you were at originally no oh, so so it was at blacktown baptist church then i when i got married moved to glenbrook baptist church so okay. lower blue mountains yeah um and less uh, less pigs at glenbrook yeah less pigs there <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of people that helped there was a, a a friend there who she's still a really close friend today and she's had her fair share of hardship as well so it, it has been helpful having her walk alongside me and I met her at Glenbrook so yeah. that was 20 years ago now yeah. Yeah, well. um, so I went there for a few years and then basically um, moved my parents moved to Quakersill Anglican mm -hmm. from Blacktown Baptist yeah and they said why don't you try the Anglican church and I my vision of Anglican church was robes and smoke and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that yeah. so I was like oh, okay and they're like no 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 it's actually you know it's you you'll find it's really good and all of yeah. that so I ended up moving to Glenmore Park Anglican okay. Church because yeah. we were then living in Glenmore Park so yeah. suburb near Penrith and yeah. um I went there for 10 years and that was yeah. The last church I was at before I came here. So lovely. Yeah. I'm trying to find youth group names. <laughs> <laughs> Glenbrook Glenbrook Baptist is just called their youth group. Yep. And no, it's Grace West. Yeah, it's Grace West. It is now. Grace West. Now? It's changed its name. Oh. Well that's yeah, that's so. now changed again. Oh yeah, no, it yeah. is. It's, oh wow. Now GraceWest.church. I can't keep they, up. I can't find it. I'll find it one day. <laughs> I got a couple of church plants now too. Okay, so. that's exciting. Yeah. Youth. I think it was just called youth. It's also just called youth. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to inspire. Nothing. <laughs> no pigs. No, no pigs. pigs. It sounds like it's not trademarked. We can probably. We could probably change. We could probably change. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've touched a little bit on um, some new characters entering. Mm. Um, some smaller characters at this point, I'm guessing. Now bigger. Um, how is it becoming a mother and how did that change your relationship uh, with God and as a Christian? How did that help? Oh, okay. Hang on. That was like two massive questions. Yep. Yeah. Together. So, <laughs> so, okay. So let's break it down. So just becoming a yeah. mother. Yeah. And so I, I kind of became a mum earlier than a mm. lot of other people. So I think I was 23 when mm. I, well, I was 23 when I had my own child. I actually had a stepchild. Before mm. that, so my husband, wow, okay. first husband, had a son, yeah, who was seven when I met him. Oh, okay. So I pretty much became a stepmom at eighteen. Oh wow! So yeah. um, and he had some health issues, some chronic yeah. health issues that I was quite involved with. Mm. Um, so there was that, and then at twenty three, I got pregnant with my first daughter, who's Scarlett, who's now fourteen and a half. Mm -hmm. So quite a lot younger than a lot of my friends my mm. age. So I, I found that I did drift away from a lot of friends because they were still able to go out on yeah. Friday nights and do this and that and I couldn't. So, mm. which is funny, they're all now having babies or 
<laughs> have young children and yeah. I always thought, oh, yeah, I'll be having teenagers and sleeping all night when you guys have your <laughs> young kids. Now I've got young kids as well. So, <laughs> so I've gone right back to the beginning. But um, um, oh, how did it change my relationship with God? I think it sort of made me see God as a parent, um, but not more as a sort of how, what to emulate for parenthood. Mm. Um, and in a situation where, because my husband wasn't home a lot of the time, he worked yeah. nights, I sort of had to be mum and dad a yeah. lot of the time, which I've actually found is difficult. Mm. Um, you know, I'm a bit traditional in the sense that I do believe in the roles that God has assigned for men and women Mm. and so I think it is hard for me with discipline I don't feel it comes naturally to me so Mm. that was you know discipline and consistency um Mm. like my husband Drew is great at it and (laughs) I'm happy to support him and he's, (laughs) he's fantastic and he can hold the line but I found, yeah, when I had my three little girls, it was, I'm like, it's all on me to set mm. the boundaries. And mm. so I found myself going back to God and, you know, through other authors. So I remember yeah. going to Coorong. We had a Coorong Books in Penrith. So oh, yeah. it was nice and convenient yeah. at the time. Um, and I'd get all these different books on parenting um, because, you know, you go to a normal bookshop and yeah. there's different views on parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they don't really align yeah. with what I want. I want to try and bring these kids up to know God and yeah. um, how am I going to do that? And I think mm. God does set out a really good blueprint for parenting in mm. the Bible. And so I tried as much as I could to follow that. But I think just knowing that I'm now responsible in a sense yeah. for these kids yeah, well. mm. getting to know God yeah. um, was a bit of a, you know, like, oh, and then having to examine my own behaviour as well yeah. and go, am I a good example? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. yeah, I think, and that's still an ongoing thing today, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so, yeah. Was there anything uh, from reading all those books or from your own personal experience? Like there's there's a lot, how many, how, like we name and list all your kids first, actually. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I just got to remember them all. <laughs> <laughs> they won't ever listen to this, so it's okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> so Scarlett's the oldest. Mm-hmm. So she is um, 14 and a half. Then um, after that is Ivy, who's 12. She'll be 13 in about three weeks, mm-hmm. awesome. um, which she reminds me constantly. Very exciting. Um, yes, very exciting. Uh, and then there's Allegra, who is 11. There's Teddy, who's nine. I've got Serafina, who's two, and Jessie, who's just turned 10 months. Amazing. So, yeah. That's wild. It's full on. (laughs) So, so with six kids, uh, was there anything from those books or from your personal experience that you've, like any tips that you've you've taken away or, or things to remember? So, I think the biggest thing that stuck with me is that we're not raising kids, we're raising adults. Hmm. And the goal That's is cool. not to keep them dependent, it's to grow them into independence. Hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I let my two-year-old catch the bus on her own, um, <laughs> but that does mean be that- a funny sight though. Well, it? yeah, and she probably would too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, independent. Yeah, oh yeah. Actually, no, it's the boy. He's ah, the one mm-hmm. that I, my parents looked after him the other day and yeah. I had to warn my dad before I left for work. I'm like, if he knows the door is ajar, he will crawl outside. <laughs> 
And they kind of laughed. And then a minute later, he's outside. That's awesome. He's like a dog. You know, when they want to get out of the yard, he's like that. So, um, super funny. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, I think it's about, yeah, looking at where you want them to end up Mm -hmm. and, you know, not not creating an environment where they can't think for themselves, they can't help themselves and look after themselves. Um, And I think it is more difficult now because I think we know more about predators and, Mm, you know, dangers and things like that. but at the same time, it's it's important to yeah. to give them a bit of rope. And yeah. I found personally, my kids have really responded to having that trust. And yeah. I always say to them, um, I'm going to trust you the first time. So mm. one, yeah. of, uh, one of them wanted to go to Cronulla on the train yeah. Yeah. with a friend. And I said, okay, I'm going to let you go the first time. You've got to have your location settings on. Mm-hmm. You've got to you know answer my messages when I message. But... I will give you the trust this time. Mm, if yeah. you stuff up, then it's your fault that you can't go next time. But yeah. I want to give you that trust. I want yeah. you to prove yeah. me wrong or yeah. prove me right, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she did it. Went to Cronulla, yeah. had a great time, came home, messaged me, told me where she was. Was no issue at all. Yeah, awesome. She then asked the next week, can I go to Central Station at 7 o'clock at night and catch the train to my dad's who lives in Blacksland? I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> little bit by little that's, bit. Yeah, that's, that's a big step, right? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not letting you go. Not, not Central Station at night, but yeah. um, I think it, 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 it helped her to feel like I'm being trusted. Yeah. I think sometimes it's, it's easy to go, no, you're going to stuff up. I'm not going to, yeah. you know. So... Um, yeah, so I think it's helpful to have that approach and just real. And the other thing as well, I think I got was, I'm raising somebody's partner, somebody's wife. Mm. What kind of a partner are they going to be for mm. whoever they end up marrying? And they might not marry; it's up to them, you know, their yeah. choice. But who am I giving to somebody one day? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's been a really sobering thing as well. Yeah, just of thinking course. about, you know what kind of partner are you going to be? Mm. Are you going to be somebody who is loving and sacrificial and kind, but also somebody who can stand up for themselves, who can yeah. advocate for themselves? Um, so that's also, yeah. So I like to think towards adulthood because mm. yeah. I know my state is temporary. So, yeah. 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 What in particular do you reckon um, informed that? idea and practice or anything like that or is behind it Mm. (laughs) um i think i'm not gonna name oh how how do i do this so i think seeing as i've grown as i've gone through adulthood Mm. seeing a lot of relationships break down Mm. marital relationships um Christian and non-Christian, so yep. friends, family, whatnot. Yeah. I went through mm. the divorce care program. Okay. So obviously met a lot of people that had gone through divorce, through that as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it was realising the impact of parenting on people's marriages yeah. and how mm-hmm. they impacted marriages. Mm-hmm. And that was actually a real... Their yeah. parenting or the way they were parented? The way they were parented, okay. yeah. yeah. Right, okay. And look, yeah. every parent makes mistakes. I'm yeah. not the authority on parenting. Course, I'm yeah. as guilty uh, of, you know, all of the wrongs yeah. as anybody <laughs> yeah. else. So I, I don't definitely don't have it all right and don't know everything, that's for sure. But 
I just realised the impact of family trauma, family um, patterns, dysfunctional behaviours on people and how that affects them throughout their entire life. Mm. So I think that's been one of the things that I've really been aware to, aware of, sorry, um, when I parent my own kids and, yeah, so... Really I don't know um, if I've made any sense. Then. No, 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 that was really good. No, I, it made a lot of sense. Um, do you have any thoughts, Braden? On parenting? <laughs> not especially. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, I'm sure you have heaps, Braden. <laughs> well, if not, any other, any other questions or? Sorry. You make me laugh sometimes. What? <laughs> You're right, I uh, am naturally hilarious. Yes, yes, of course. Um, so we've kind of your... Um, maybe we'll skip ahead a little bit. So mm. you've been, you're divorced. What mm. kind of do you do next? Like, do you, where do you move? You've got three young kids as well. Yep. Like, what was happening for you at that point? So I didn't move anywhere. I yeah. stayed in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that, with the, for those of you not watching on YouTube, the facial expression there was also great. <laughs> I um, didn't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, no, I stayed in my home. I mm -hmm. had the kids more. Yeah. And mm. as I said, um, it was a fairly amicable yeah, yeah. Of course. separation. And I said, look, despite what's happened between us, don't want it affecting the kids. We yeah. need to put our put our business to the side, yeah. parent the kids. Yeah. And um, he's been a fantastic ex-husband, I have to mm. say. <laughs> so we get along really well. So, mm. you know, when that all happened, there wasn't any tension. Yeah. Yep. I knew he wasn't going to take me to court. Mm. We kind yeah. of agreed what we were going to do financially and mm -hmm. had settled that fairly amicably. Yeah. So it was a fairly, you know, it wasn't that tumultuous a time mm. um but just getting used to new sort of the new normal so mm -hmm. to speak yeah. so um and then I was like you know I'm 33 I think I was and you know I was sitting there going what do I do next yeah. and I think I had this my view of God had always been He's judging me. He's angry with me. Mm. He's gonna zap me, or you know. <laughs> and I think that's why when I became a Christian, I'd prayed so many times, going, maybe God yeah. didn't hear me the first yeah. time. I don't know if I'm saved. Mm. I'll, I'll just do it again, just to be sure. Yeah. Um, and I think my anxiety got the better of me. And I'd always think God is this kind of judgmental, angry, you know. And that might have been being brought up in the fire and brimstone. Mm -hmm type era whereas now yeah. it's all love and you know it's kind of the opposite but um I think I was going oh I'm divorced I can't ever remarry I have to stay single I have to be by myself um this is my new normal mm. and it's sinful for me to remarry and I was reading a whole bunch of stuff on that um, which can be dangerous because if you get on the internet, you don't know where the source yeah, is yeah. and there's so many conflicting views. Yeah. Um, and it was that lady from church who sat down with me and I remember her saying, because um, I was confusing guilt and shame. She's mm. like, look, you, when you sin, you ask God to forgive you and he forgives you. But yeah. it's, the, it's the devil that keeps you in that shame yeah. pattern and he wants you to feel for this sin um, but she's like God doesn't want 
to punish you for the rest of like mm. what do you if you are I'm trying to explain how she explained it to me because she's a lot more eloquent than I am <laughs> um, but the way she explained it was God has forgiven you if you sit there and go well I'll never remarry it's like you are punishing yourself continuously mm. for what has happened yeah. um, so yeah, I, I kind of was forced to think about that sort of stuff. Um, and then I think after that, I was like, yeah, I think I do want to get remarried. Mm. But at this time, has to be to a Christian person. That's really important. Um, so there were a couple of frogs that came along. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a few, you know, there's a couple of bumpy times, but then I met Drew after that. So, Lovely. yeah. Where did you meet Drew? Online, actually. Hey. Yeah, Ooh. I had three kids. I wasn't yeah. going out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no fair. You know, <laughs> hitting so. Up, hitting up the nightclubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, it's hard, like it's hard being a yeah. Christian and dating, yeah. especially when you've got kids. Because yeah. um, a lot of the time, you know, you and I had this experience in my previous church where there was another guy who was single, and it was kind of like, "Hey, I'm single and you're single." I'm like, "Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't like you like that." <laughs> yeah. You know, just because yeah. we're both single Christians doesn't mean we have to get married. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. Um, mm. So I was like, "Well, I don't think I'm going to find anyone here." Yeah, and I don't want to go church hopping just yeah. for the point of yeah. dating. Yeah. Um, so you know. Let's go online. And I'd actually never dated before, ever. Yeah. So, because I met, I met my ex-husband at an ice skating rink out of all places. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was like, okay, this is a Campbelltown new... Campbelltown ice skating rink? No, yeah, Macquarie. Oh, yeah, because okay. I used to go skating there yeah. in my uh, uni breaks. So in your uni breaks? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is healthy. actually so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Very yeah. cool. Um, hey. <laughs> but yeah, so I just tried the online dating thing and, you know, told my parents they weren't too thrilled. Um, but I said, you know, it's almost like you can, it's like a shopping list. I want this and I want this and I want this. And I can put it That's out awesome. there. Yeah. I'm like, I'll put it out there that I've got kids. Yep. So if they yeah. don't like that, they don't have to click on me. It's yeah. easy, yeah. you know. Exactly right. So, yeah. It's not one of those things you have to bring up on the third date. Just kind of like, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I'm just like, this is this is what I got. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. Cool. So how was your first? Well, if you'd never dated before, yeah. I'm very yeah. interested. Yeah, how was yeah. your first date? Did did who suggested where to go? Yeah. Where did you go? I it was all Drew. He oh, was okay. very much, uh, you know. It, so the the way it all came about yeah. um, was basically I was on eHarmony. I'd been mm-hmm. on there for about six months, and I'd met this guy through another Christian dating site, because I was obviously, you know, put him on. Got to play the yeah, you know? Of course, of so, um, I met this guy. <laughs> Exit a few baskets. Yeah, like, that's it's right. Be, yeah. Um, and he was l- absolutely lovely. Um, but I was like, no, nah, I'm just not feeling the spark. And after mm-hmm. about six dates, I said to him, you know what? I think we need to... I said, I'm waste- I don't want to waste your time, okay? Yeah. Yep. And the funny thing was both of us, the next person we ended up dating, both of us ended up marrying and we're <laughs> ah, still awesome. kind of loose friends today yeah. on yeah. Facebook. So, That's great. But anyway. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So the way I met okay. Drew was I'd, I'd basically after that, I'm like, look, I just need to sort out my personal life a little bit. I'm going yeah. to delete the app. I just need a yeah. bit of space. Um, but I deleted the app, but you still, you, you still get the spam coming through. <laughs> and I remember one day oh, my like parents. emails and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, get, but yeah. they'd come through to your spam folder. Yeah. And I remember my parents coming around one day and my mum used to hate when I'd be on my phone because it was rude, you know, being mm. on your phone when you got company. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just want to scroll my count. Yeah, that's right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to go to the toilet and I'll just sit there and scroll my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to get the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm scrolling through and this spam email came up. I'm like, oh, have you seen this new member, Drew? I'm like... Oh yeah, he's all right. I'm like, oh, but he's got a beard. I'm not into beards. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I um I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, he's 33. Like I've got three kids. What's he's not going to want? He's not going to want a bar of me. Went into his profile and saw he had a daughter. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, I'd never ever messaged a person first, mm. but this time I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna send him a smile. You only live once and all that <laughs> stuff. So I'm just gonna do it, throw the phone and run out of the yeah, room. Awesome. And yeah. basically I opened up the message just as I'm about to send him a smile. He messaged me but at Whoa, that exact time. That's crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And then we just started talking and he used to play the saxophone. So I'm like, oh my gosh, we both play really dorky instruments. That's fantastic. So read, read section. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Kill so me. and yeah, we just started talking that's and awesome. yeah. he set up the first date and yeah. What, what, what did he set up? Yeah. Uh, we went to the Strawberry Hills Hotel. Ooh. Yeah. So and he'd already ordered me a beer before I got there. Do you my like favourite me? beer? Oh, so. oh that's like convenient. It's like, like, like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I love beer. Um, so yeah, he ordered <laughs> okay. me a drink, and yeah, we just started talking, and that was it basically. So amazing. Yeah, it was good. Very cool. Who asked who? How? How did he ask you to marry? Yeah, so I kind of knew it was coming. He's okay. like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, like it was New Year's Eve, and he's like, I'm just gonna take you down to like this beach, and I'm like, okay, all right, okay, and I'm just trying to, yeah, I knew what was happening. <laughs> <Excellent>. Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> no, we'd surprise. actually already booked our wedding before he asked me to marry him. <laughs> what, like the venue? Yeah, or? we'd already. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> We'd already booked Clock's it. Clock's ticking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's going no, to ask me at some point. That's like, that's the, yeah. yeah. That's so super funny. We're like, well, we know it's going to be like a good six months to a year to get a booking at, at any venue. Yeah. yeah. So let's just do it now. Lock it in. <laughs> that's super Not funny. tell anybody. But then when we get engaged, oh, yeah, we've got this place we booked. It's that like, is so, so good. And I'm glad we did because the next year was COVID and we wouldn't have been able to get <laughs> oh, married. Oh, true. So. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So it was good timing. What? struck oh, wow. you about Drew? Hmm. Oh, so the thing about Drew, I think what I learned from my first marriage and sort of dating experience in that little kind of time in between was that there's a heart response and a head response. Mm. And a lot of the time... I can get deep and psychological here, but there <laughs> yeah, was... do it. Let's go. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, sort of I was attracted to people that would probably not... not they wouldn't treat me very well, basically. Right. They'd string me along. They wouldn't be consistent. But it was this roller coaster of, you know, you'd get really yeah. excited to get a message from them. Then they wouldn't message you again for a week. And it mm, was that yeah. real roller coaster. Yeah. And then when he came along and he was planning dates, you know, oh, let's get together then and we'll get together then. I'm like, oh, you're keen. Like, yeah. you're not making me wait. You're yeah. telling me how you feel. Like, this is weird. <laughs> I'm used to someone literally stringing me along for a year yeah. and not actually ever saying that I was anything to them. Mm. And then here's this guy going, I'd really like to make it official. I'm like, 
but but we've only like been seeing each other for four weeks. Like, what? How can you know? And mm. so I think with him, I remember having a conversation with him where I was like, I know this is really unromantic, but I think we have to be logical about this. And you said this or he? Yeah, said this? I, both of us did. Yep. It, we'd both been married before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, both of them didn't work out for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And we'd identified this, um, that we had certain deficiencies in ourselves that we were looking for another person to fulfil. Mm. And this time, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> and he knows that he knows about all of this. I'm like, I don't actually feel that spark for you like I have with other people. Mm. But I said, it's never worked out with anyone else. <laughs> Maybe I actually have to be a bit smarter and mm. you're different and I'm not used to that. Um, so let's just give it a go and see where it goes. I said, but we, we have four kids between us. Mm. This can't be motivated by feelings. It has to be, is this right? Is this mm. going to work? Do we have the same values, the same views? Yeah. You know, so it, and it was almost like a sort of Old Testament kind of more of a <laughs> covenant relationship at first than an overly romantic one yeah. but as to obviously as time has gone on the romance has followed and yeah. you know um and obviously something I, very beautiful about that it's yeah like and it sounds really really unromantic but it was like we've both failed miserably we now have kids and we can't put the kids through that again mm. um and i was really adamant about that yeah. and he had expressed that he really wanted to have more children. And I was like, yeah, I could have more. I could stay with what I've got. I'm okay. Um, and I said, yeah, but I'm not putting more kids through another divorce. Yeah. Because... Well, yeah, you almost like laid... It sounds topsy-turvy, but it's actually like you've laid everything down on the values, on your values. Yeah. On your ideas and yeah. what you thought. And then, of like, that's a pretty strong foundation. Like, yeah. it sounds topsy-turvy, but it's like... like that's essential yeah. to any kind yeah, of relationship, yeah, whether it's definitely um, a marriage relationship or any kind of relationship. I think yeah. that's it's actually really smart. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and yeah, and and like, uh, yeah, it might not be the Disney way of doing it, but like, yeah, yeah, and it really wasn't. I yeah. said, look, I don't know if I'm necessarily massively attracted to you, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I beard. wasn't. I am now, definitely. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Um, but it was like, okay, we actually just have to, you know, pair this back and mm. go, are we in the same place? Have you realised what has happened in your marriage and taken ownership for mm. what you did? Mm. Um, and even in relationships where it's 90% the other person, you still have ownership. Even yeah. if you just enabled them to be the way they were, yeah. you yeah. still have to take ownership for how you were. And he definitely has made steps to um, adjust the way he was the first time. I've made steps to adjust how I was the first time. And I'm like, you've got to take something from it and, you know. Mm. But it was more like this is a – we see marriage as a covenant. It's not based on love and based on feelings first. It's are we good for each other? Are we going to create a solid foundation for our family? Do we put each other first? Mm everything else flows out from that. And the romance has followed that. So, yeah, yeah, I found it worked. So, (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful testament to the power of a promise, eh, of just like, yeah, no, I promise that, like, if we stick to this, it'll work, like, and and we're going to make it work. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to overcome the stuff that we need to overcome. Yeah. And we're going to do that together. 
but we know what we need to overcome. And uh, and sure, there's going to be new stuff and there's going to be different mm. stuff. And there's... Uh, it's going to be football every weekend. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I've watched so much football. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, it's this it's this beautiful reality of, yeah, no, but we're going to stick with this. And we're going to do that because we've promised it. Yeah. And we figured it out. And it's that covenant idea of... Um, yeah, and 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 acknowledging first that we're not perfect in that is so much of it. Mm, is mm. like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this perfectly, and you're mm. not gonna do this perfectly. That's it. But let's do this. Yeah, and, absolutely. And even and if we don't like each other, we've still promised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's really really beautiful. So you've got a blended family. Then. Yeah, yeah. How's that been? Um, figuring that and navigating that with Drew. Um, so I think obviously there's unique challenges with blended mm. families. Mm. Um, on the whole, I think we've done pretty well. Um, you know, my girls, they like to talk, talk smack about him. I, I sound really old fashioned when I say that, <laughs> but they like to, you know, they like to tease him and yeah. make fun of him, but they do really connect with him and mm. love him. Really um, cool. And I found the same with, with Teddy, who I consider my daughter as well. Yeah. You know, we don't, do things by halves in our yeah. family. Yeah, um, as, yeah it, it's been difficult in the sense that my three are all biological siblings mm -hmm. and introducing a fourth one yeah. into the mix um, has been difficult, especially when the kids have been, when they're raised in essentially three environments as yeah. well. There's their dad's place, our place, and then Teddy's mum's place. Yeah. And all three houses are mm. different with different rules and different ways of doing things. Yeah. Um, that can be challenging because there's yeah. almost like a, well, if you do that in your, that house, that's that's what you do in that house. But yes. in this yeah. house, yeah. you know. Um, uh, so there's been challenges around that and just... Um, you, you know, my three are there six days a week. Teddy's kind of half like 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. So again, it's also just trying to integrate her into the family. Mm. And and then we had the little ones as well, yeah. which I honestly thought, oh, they're all going to get their noses out of joint. But they've been really great with them. So yeah. um, that's been really nice to see how yeah, much really they cool. love the little ones, mm. um, even though they can get annoying at times. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> they really do love them. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think what kind of underpins all of that is you know, we kind of said early on, we put each other first, me and Drew, not, you yeah. know. We come, like, we're each other's number one, then the kids flow on from that. And a lot mm. of people, if you say that to them, oh, no, the kids come first. Kids will always be first. Partners come and go. Like, well, the idea is that your partner doesn't come and go. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, you actually love the children by loving mm. your spouse mm. and by supporting my husband when he needs to make decisions or discipline mm. they know I back him and so they can't undermine him they yeah. can't get around it and they've learned to respect him and his authority um it also does mean if there's times where I think he's been a bit unfair or he <laughs> thinks I've been a bit unfair we kind of take each other up to the side and go hey look you know yeah you may be a bit harsh when yeah. you said that um so it's not like the kids don't get someone speaking for them yeah, but course. I do find that having that solid foundation yeah. helps them feel safe. Um and I we have had a couple we we, we don't argue very often but the mm. couple of times there's been a bit of tension 
I have had my kids come go, are you guys going to break up? Are you okay? Yeah, like, yeah, and wow. so they really do get, mm. when they see that something's going on, they yeah. really do like, oh. And as much as they whinge and complain, they don't want their f- nothing, anything happening to their family. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, like it, obviously there has been challenges when you bring ex-partners in, there's always going to be difficulties and mm. yeah. you've got four sets of grandparents as well, <laughs> yeah. which also brings difficulties. Yep. Um, but, you know, for the most part, we mm. just treat them all equally yeah. and we're all one family and, you know, that's what we do. So yeah. it's that's not really perfect cool. all the time, but yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Well, we've been talking for a little while now, oh, um, yeah. and I think we're gonna oh, wow. there we go. probably run out of time on the cameras. Yeah, can, can I ask one question? You can ask one question. You've how did you end up at Solis? So oh, you yeah, withdrew. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm walking away just to check the, yeah. the cameras. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was Drew. So basically, um, when I was with him at the time, mm. uh, he was at St John's uh, Anglican Church, I think it is. I don't know. There's, in there's Sutherland, St. John's. St. John's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he, at the time, only had Teddy on Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays. Didn't yeah. have her on Sundays at all. And he was like, she's not going to get to go to church at all if yeah. I don't find somewhere that I can take her on a Saturday. Yeah. So he started looking around for a church that was had services on a Saturday. So yeah. he came across Solis. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why not give it a go? And there's a few people. He'd been to a few churches in the area, so he knew a few other people that had migrated over here as well. So he, um, yeah, started coming and then we kind of started coming and, um, yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. And then we're here for about a year, then COVID happened. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, but, um, yeah. That's very cool. We actually, we're actually fine. (laughs) 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 I I got my estimate wrong. That's very exciting. That's how you ended up here. That's yeah. very cool. Um, and then you guys, uh, you're back at you're back at Kiriwi now, but you spent a little bit of time uh, helping out at Yarrawarra. Yeah, so we um, live in Engadine. Yep. Yes. So right. uh, I think it was just kind of natural to ask us to get yeah. involved um, because we were like next suburb across, mm. and that made a lot of sense. So mm. yeah, so it's still at Yarrawarra technically. Yes. Um, but Drew has now started to play football with a group of local guys who were kind of coming they'd come for breakfast Mm -hmm. at the caravan afterwards um and basically he was like and he loves football he really loves football and he was like oh i can like play football (laughs) with these guys and evangelize at the same time and hopefully we'll maybe get them coming to church not just coming for the breakfast so Mm. he started doing that um and i found that with the two little kids it was a bit difficult on my own because yeah. especially with the the little one he likes to crawl up to your dad and and shake his microphone yeah, thingy awesome. and all of that so um <laughs> you know um oh, we great. i just was like yeah look we'll come on saturday nights come back to saturday nights and um yeah and we'll go back to i'll go back to sunday mornings once the little ones are a bit more manageable yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah awesome. no that's very exciting that's really cool um well, I think I think either way, I think it's good to to ask this final question. Yeah. Um, because we kind of got up to now, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the question is, uh, what do you wish that you the the younger Christian Tina knew that you know now? I'm going to sound like a broken record, um, but I think the importance of who you marry is such mm. like mm. I think next to becoming a Christian, it's the biggest decision you'll ever make, and mm. it can really set the course for your entire life. 
and um, yeah, it's just I, I don't think there's enough emphasis placed on that decision and yeah. um yeah so i think if i'd gone back to when i was younger and gone this is a this is a huge decision and mm. it'll have a ripple effect not just through your life but through the kids lives mm. i would have gone oh maybe i'll need to go back and think about this a little bit more um but at the time i was like i just don't want to be alone anymore <laughs> even though yeah. i was 18 and had my whole life ahead of me so mm. um i think that's probably what i would go back and tell my younger self so mm. Yeah. yeah. And the importance of a Christian marriage. I, you mm, know, I'm yeah. not saying it can't work between Christians and non-Christians, but it, it is harder. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's yeah. for me, that was a big one. So, uh, Yeah, I've been married for a year now, mm. uh, just a little bit over. And uh, it is oh yeah, two months over now. Oh, yeah, March, wow. So it's been that long. Um, yeah, so a year and a bit. And uh, yeah, I've, I've come away from this learning heaps mm. actually and I, I'm really oh, encouraged good. by uh, you Andrew and I um, so I'm stoked and I hope that people listening are, um, yeah taking on bits and pieces and yeah um, yeah it's it's because it's really cool to uh, for this podcast not only just to share one another's stories and that's what that's what just happened mm, like was mm. it, that was a sharing of a story but it was also a uh, like we get to learn from each other and we get to grow because of each other's yeah, experiences definitely. And, yeah um, yeah, like I, I think that's really beautiful. And so thank you very much. No, no problem. Thank you for us. having yeah. me. Do you have any final remarks, Brendan? No, thanks so much, Tina, for no coming problem. and sharing your story. Drew has been on as well. Yeah, so I listened you, to his if you like want to compare yesterday. Notes, <laughs> I, I didn't think I was on <laughs> Literally Drew's, yesterday so. I listened to it. I, I was on Drew's, I think. Was he wearing a dragon's jersey? Yes. Yeah, I'm proud, yeah. I'm proud of him there. Yeah. Well, if you want if anyone wants to compare notes and <laughs> Drew and Dina, we've had them both on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if he's gonna listen to mine. I think he probably will. So okay. Well, yeah. Hydra, you've made it all the way to the end. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to find, I need to find who else was on it, but I'll find that after. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do now is uh, I thought we'd wrap up the chips uh, and yeah. we end every episode with a one-way. So if you could... Uh, do you know what, one way? One way. One way. One way. <laughs> <laughs>